going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 198 of the DFS Dose podcast, your fix of daily fantasy sports information, strategy, and analysis. I'm your host, Ben Hoffer, joined as I always am by Joey Carrion. And on today's show, we're going to give our predictions for Super Bowl 56, analyze the best bets on the market, maybe a smidge of fantasy content in there as well. If you're new to the podcast and like what you hear, you can support us by subscribing on whatever podcast platform you use, whether that be Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Podcast Addict. You can also find us on YouTube at the DFS Dose, where we produce fantasy content all week, every week, and live stream on Saturdays. Finally, our Discord channel is open and available. The link to join that is in the description to the podcast. Joey, how you doing, buddy? Ready to win some bets this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Um, should be a nice, fun Super Bowl to watch with Matt Stafford, Joe Burr, and, you know, I'm excited. And I'm hyped to uh, bet my entire balances on this game. So how how are those balances looking? You know, I know you've been, you know, really dipping your toes into the women's <laughs> Olympic ice hockey over the past couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been a little up and down. I mean, I'm definitely up in Olympic hockey for sure. You know, I I have I have withdrawn off each site. You know, I just withdrew like a thousand total from all four sites, but have gone on a nice little losing streak on FanDuel in hockey. So I got to reload there. Balances are still looking pretty good on the other three sites. And yeah, I mean, Olympic hockey, I mean, it's it's been kind of a, a kind of a money machine. You know, some fishy shit has happened in the last couple of days, which, you know, I won't get into, but we, we go on and the Olympics go for like two more weeks. So hopefully uh, we could we could build a nice bankroll off the rest of the Olympics. Yep, definitely. And uh, we can build some bankroll starting off with this game because there are some really good props on the market, some interesting ones, some funny ones, and some good lines as well. So Super Bowl 56, we have the Rams as four and a half point favorites, which is up a full point from the open. The game has a total of 48 and a half. And I'm just going to say that right off the bat, the thing that is like astronomically tilting me right now (laughs) is that the Rams are consistently referred to as the away team, despite playing in their home stadium. (laughs) So all the bets, all the bets for, you know, home team, you would think it's the Rams playing at SoFi Stadium. No, those are all Bengals bets. So do not make that mistake like I like I almost made yesterday looking through these lines. (laughs) Isn't it that they they rotate the home and away every year? Or does yeah, it go? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the AFC's turn, yeah. despite it being in SoFi Stadium. And also, I read this morning that the Bengals get to use, like, the Rams locker room because they're the home team. It's just, it's it's a mess. <laughs> it's an absolute mess. I mean, that, that's pretty funny. But, yeah, lo- a lot of props available. I mean, not as many in New York because, for some reason, we get limited on props across, like, all sports. But there are, are a ton of props available, like on offshore books, which we could talk about. I, I think there are some pretty fun ones, but I, I think I have like three or four bets that I really love for this Super Bowl. Are you planning on playing any DK, you know, showdown slates? Type, I mean, absolutely type not. <laughs> absolutely not. I am not good at showdown. Um, I've kind of just put all my energy recently towards betting and, you know, just trying to build bankroll so i will not be participating in the showdown contest but obviously if anybody has any questions you can ask us in the discord it's linked down below in every single podcast episode note feed that we that we put out so make sure you join that and if you have any questions if you're playing you can always ask us and 
we'll obviously answer those. Yep, for sure. This episode of the DFS Dose will have zero DFS content, so uh, shout out to us. Let's get into the best bets, though. I mean, what is standing out to you? From just a general perspective, I think we are both safely on the under at 48 and a half. Yeah, the under has moved from 49.5 to 48.5, so a full point. So it obviously hurts not getting it at open, but I still love it at 48.5. I think this is just a matchup between two teams that are more conservative in general. You know, the Bengals have only gone for it on fourth down one time this entire postseason. You know, we, we all heard Tony Romo just begging the Bengals to throw the ball on first down against the Chiefs and they just would not do it. I think that this game, the most likely way this runs out is, you know, both of these teams start out slow. Obviously, you have the Super Bowl jitters, big game, first time Super Bowl, obviously for Joe Burrow in his second year. First time Super Bowl for Matt Stafford, two conservative head coaches that are just going to run the ball, especially early in the game. I, I could see this being a slow starting game. The under, I think, just has more ways to hit in this spot than the over, especially with these two teams and these two head coaches. So give me the under 48 and a half as my favorite play out of the totals and spreads in this game. Yeah, I agree. I'm not too bullish on either of the sides in this game. I kind of agree with your take as it's starting off as a slow-paced game. One of the bets you can get on DraftKings right now is that the first touchdown of the game will be scored in the second quarter at plus 275. I think that's kind of interesting. Another one that sort of leans into this being an under game is both teams to score two plus field goals at plus 250. That was another one I had written down that I think is pretty interesting, especially with uh, you know Evan McFearless out there. I think he's a lock to get two plus. It's just whether or not uh, Matt Gay on the other side is going to be able to put up two plus. But I, I really do think that this is going to be a defensive game you know we saw the Bengals really clamp down on the Chiefs offense for the entire second half of that game in an overtime um, we know the Rams have a ton of star players on defense and you know both of these teams are coming in playing at a slower pace I don't know man I, I just I don't see this being an offensive back and forth despite it being two teams with really capable offenses and you know obvious star players on both sides of the ball yeah and you know with that being said obviously there's a ton of players in this game that can speed up the game right Mm -hmm. and Jamar Chase Odell Cup obviously you know best wide receiver in the NFL this year so you have some electric guys on both sides and you know if, if that is the way the game plays out where these guys are scoring long touchdowns obviously the under is cooked but I think that you have two of the more conservative head coaches they ranked seventh and eighth worst in fourth down attempts in the regular season. So they're not going to go for it on fourth. They're going to kick a bunch of field goals. So I do like all of the field goal props that you can get with the ones that you said, the two plus for each. Uh, Evan McPherson over, what, two and a half field goals or one and a half or, or whatever his prop line is set at. And then if you just take a look at the playoffs in general, you know, combined, these two teams are one in five, you know, to the to the over. You know, Cincinnati hasn't gone over the total set in their games in any of their playoff games this year. And the Rams are one and two to the over. So I think that the under is the correct play in the spot. Obviously, you know, you're watching the Super Bowl last game of the season last game of football for a while and you want to see points and touchdowns but just with how these two teams play then obviously you could take into account the defenses are also playing really well um it's a bad spot for the Bengals offensive line we could see a repeat Super Bowl of last year where the defense just dominates the offensive line I think this game 
has more ways to go under than over. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And just going back to what you said about the uh, the field goals, you can get McPherson at over plus two and a half with plus money on DraftKings. So that that's a really solid bet, I think. Yeah, I, um, I, I really like that bet. I'll probably throw 50 bucks on that half a unit. Mm, yep, I, I agree. So what are some of the other bets that you like, just, you know, at a more micro sense with some of the player props? I've got a couple written down. Yeah, so the, my two favorite that are standing out to me right now that you can get on FanDuel, uh, which has the best lines, is Cam Akers under 65 and a half rushing yards and under 16 and a half receiving yards it really just comes down to that one of the biggest edges in prop betting is betting unders on running backs if you would have just blindly bet running back unders over like the last three years you would have had a positive roi on the season if that was your only bet rushing yard unders hit at about a 58 percent rate running back receiving yard unders hit at about a 63 percent rate so running back receiving overs specifically are legitimately the worst prop bet you can make and then you obviously take into account that cam makers is dealing with a shoulder injury daryl henderson should be back for this game and i think that he will be used a little bit sony michelle is obviously still there and we saw two weeks ago cam makers only had 53 percent of the running back touches because mcveigh decided to use sony a little bit more especially when they were closing the game out maybe because of acres two fumbles against the bucks but i think this line is just too high for a player that's going to be in most likely a 55-45 split against a defense that was pretty good against the run, you know, only allowing 86 rushing yards per game during the entire regular season. So give me Akers under. There's just a lot of ways that he doesn't hit either of these lines with the with the competition that he has in the backfield and on the offense in general. Yeah, I mean, you know, we speculated on this topic a lot, whether or not the fumbles would affect his playing time. And then he played, you know, 39% of snaps. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they definitely did. They, they were using yeah. Sony to close a game out like yep. on those third downs on where they needed to get first downs. I mean, Sony isn't good, but they were using him. And I, I think that's going to be the same uh, thing for the Super Bowl. And you get Daryl Henderson back, who was good pretty much all year. You know, he, he did deal with injuries, right? But he he was one of the better running backs in the NFL this year. He was, yeah. So, I mean, even if Henderson comes back and, you know, siphons off 15, 20% of snaps, that's going to impact both Akers and Sony potentially with the lack of trust in Akers following the fumbles. I mean, I still think that Akers is probably the best bet to lead the Rams backfield in touches. Yes. But it's just not, you know, 65 and a half. He hasn't gone over that line in any of the games. He's he hasn't been efficient. Even in the games. Yeah. I mean, even in the games where he's playing, you know, 81% of snaps getting over 20 touches, he's still putting up under 50. So Bengals rush defense has been really good as well. I, I just think that that under is really strong. 65 and a half. I wonder if it's being bet a bunch on DraftKings because they actually took it down from this morning when I was looking at lines to right now, no longer on DK, but you can find it on FanDuel if you do some digging. I mean, they they legit hid that shit though. Yeah, FanDuel is hiding the props, bro. <laughs> Like, you got it. <laughs> like we were talking about it before. I couldn't even find it until you told me how to get to it. Yeah, you got to do some serious like on desktop work, at, at least. I haven't looked on my phone, but it's the same. But yeah, I mean, I also like you can get under 16 and a half rush attempts on Cam Akers as well on DraftKings mm. and I think on FanDuel. Um, so I'm just all over the Cam Akers unders this week. Obviously, he is their number one preferred back. I think we'll honestly have to see with Daryl Henderson back because you know Cam Akers had the fumble problems. Obviously, that impacted his playing time last week. You know, if you don't think it did, then 
you know, I don't know what to tell you because it definitely did. And Daryl Henderson looks like he's going to be good to go for this game. And I think they will use Daryl Henderson more than Sony, to be honest. You could also make the case that Henderson is the better pass catching back. You know, Henderson had a lot of games this year, you know, five targets, six targets, six targets, six targets, like a bunch of those types of games this season. So, you know, maybe they don't rush him between the tackles a ton in his first game back, but I think him coming back definitely impacts uh, the receiving expectation for Cam Akers, maybe even more so than the rushing. For sure. And especially if Cam Akers isn't out there on third downs in a close game, maybe where, where they kind of want that secureness. I mean, they, they showed it last week against the 49ers. They didn't play him on third downs in, in a close game. I mean, they barely played him at all, like you said. And I don't know, I, I kind of just have a feeling that Daryl Henderson is going to come back and get like five six touches and if he gets five six touches if sony gets like seven eight i just don't see a way that cam Akers gets like 17 attempts and you know let's say three catches i I just don't see it happening i i really don't so give me all the cam Akers under props this is a three-headed backfield and daryl henderson could honestly end up being like a showdown winner if he if he comes out and he looks good i think mcveigh will ride the hot hand in in that game to be honest so there's a lot of ways that these cam Akers unders hit and i think these are my favorite props for the super bowl and and for what it's worth uh on DraftKings showdown henderson's priced all the way down at 2400 you know he's less expensive than p ryan both the defenses both the kickers i definitely think that you can take some shots yeah. on him in large field tournaments yeah i i think he's a very good long shot you know millie maker showdown play for sure before we get into some of like you know the the fun props i do have two more that i like in, in a serious sense the first is uh on DraftKings, you can bet joe mixon versus cam Akers for most rushing yards and just going back to everything we've been talking about i love joe mixon for that mixon's just not going to come off the field the same way that we can expect cam Akers. mixon minus 110 to have more rushing yards than cam Akers is just like a stone cold lock to me really like that and then also if you go digging on DraftKings, you can find super bowl winning margin under eight and a half points for minus 110 and i just i don't necessarily understand that like i don't see either of these teams winning by eight and a half when the line is four and a half I don't know how you're getting that at minus 110. Yeah, I mean, that makes absolutely no sense. Lock that in. Like, where do you even find that at? God, you're, put, you're putting me on. If you go under Super Bowl specials and then the second tab is game specials, there's a bunch of them. And most of them, I think, are pretty bad. But um, yeah, Super Bowl 56 winning margin under eight and a half points minus 110 on DraftKings. That's a hell of a find. I think so. I, I was grinding this all, all Super Bowl all. fifty six winning margin. If they lose by nine or if they lose by eight or less, you win. And and the spread is four and a half. So you Correct. you're getting four and points. You don't even need to pick the team. Did you just hear that click? <laughs> I'm locking it in. You locking it in? I'm locking it in. You got to. You got to. That might be the single best bet available on, on any book right now jesus that that's a that's a hell of a find shout out shout out to you and hopefully the people listen listening to this get that in because honestly that that's a great bet so i just locked it in for 110 dollars to 100 yep i i did that as well pre-show yeah do you have any other like serious bets before we uh get into some of the weird ones yeah i mean i i think I i was waiting to see if like higby would get ruled in and if they would 
put his prop up because I would smash Higby unders. Uh, but it's looking like he probably won't go or play in this spot. So other than that, I'm, I'm not seeing really too much that I like. Definitely have to do more digging for props like that because there there's some that you can find. Like like I said, that's a that's a hell of a find for sure. A lot of these lines I think are pretty efficient, especially with the receivers. You know, I would stay away from like Cup, Chase, Higgins, etc. Uh, their their lines are pretty inflated. I think not really much edge there. Kind of like Tyler Boyd under forty and a half receiving yards on DraftKings. I think that's pretty solid. He's just not involved in the offense too much. Other than that, I haven't really seen much that I like besides the the ones that we've mentioned with Cam Makers, the field goal props, uh, the under eight and a half, like you just mentioned. I think those are are the ones that I really like. Yeah, I, I would just also say keep an eye because like they're doing a lot of promotional bets. Some of them are better than others. You know, we had the like a Joe Burrow prop boost earlier than the week on DraftKings. DraftKings is doing them for like three hours every single night. So like just check that out if you have the opportunity on DraftKings. I think they run it from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. A different one every single week or every single day leading up to the Super Bowl. Some are better than others. Like the one last night I didn't think was very good, so I didn't bet it, but I bet a couple of them. Also, you know, both of these sites are going to, all the sites I should say, are going to be putting up different random odds boosts throughout the week. Some will be better than others. FanDuel right now has Joe Burrow and Stafford to each have one plus passing touchdown in each half at plus 350 for an odds boost. I think that's pretty solid as far as odds boosts go. Yeah, I definitely think everybody should be betting the odds boost that DraftKings is, is putting out. Um, obviously, they're not guaranteed, but just the boosts alone make the bets more plus EV. All right, let's get into some of the weirder bets uh, that are out there. My favorite, if you look under the novelty tab on DraftKings, is that the jersey number of the first touchdown scorer would be under 23 and a half. You can get that at minus 140 on DraftKings. And if you think about the players on these two teams... You know, that gives you access to both quarterbacks rushing the ball in for the first score. It gives you access to Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, Jamar Chase, Odell Beckham Jr. You're essentially just fading Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, or one of the tight ends. And that, to me, is a really strong bet. If you look at the props uh, or the lines for any time touchdown scorers, four of the top five guys are in that list of players under 23 and a half. So I think that that's a pretty solid line right now on DraftKings at minus 140. Yeah, I definitely like that. More likely than not, the player that scores a touchdown is going to be under that unless it's, you know, Joe Mixon or or like T Higgins, I think are really the only two guys that you're worried about to lose that bet. So I definitely like that. And just in terms of novelty props, there isn't really too much available just in terms of those for us in New York, like the the Gatorade color and the national anthem, like those are those are the fun props that I want to bet on. Yeah. But we can't do it. I haven't really looked at any of the uh, you know offshore books. Is there anything crazy that we noticed? I mean, it's just though those crazy props are every single year. You know, national anthem coin toss which we do have will there be a fan that runs on the field obviously i mean you could bet on yourself and, and go do it <laughs> oh yeah we, we've talked about that yeah what are the odds on that i mean i mean probably what's the, what's the max bet on that <laughs> <laughs> you you'd have to bet a lot to make it profitable though like definitely definitely so you you probably 
just should. I mean, because think that. about it. You have to. You have, especially when you consider the price of tickets. Like you're you're dropping ten bands just to go. Ten bands to go and stay there. You're gonna get fined like crazy. You might get decked like we saw Stefan Diggs ruin that dude's life a couple weeks ago. Yep. Then you gotta pay for a lawyer and do all that. You might go to jail. So it probably is not worth it. Uh, Probably to be not. honest, unless you can max about like a like a middle on it, yeah. then we might be cooking with gas. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, there, there there's not much out just in terms of crazy props. DraftKings, you can bet on an octopus, which I, I didn't know what that was. Tweeted about it last night. Somebody enlightened me that an octopus, and I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Let me know. I didn't know this was like a real thing, but it's if a if a player scores a touchdown followed. By a two-point conversion, you get an eight points, octopus, eight legs, you know. <laughs> I did not know that until you told me about that. Yeah. Um, I, I, never... I mean, I was just looking at Super Bowl specials, and it says, will there be an octopus? Yes or no? Yes is plus 1,400. I'm like, like a real live octopus? Like an octopus <laughs> in a commercial? What are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, what the fuck is an octopus? <laughs> um, But, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it's clever. So I wouldn't bet it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. I got two more that I found. One I like is that you can get the largest lead of the game being under 14 and a half points at minus 106 on FanDuel. I think that that's pretty, pretty good. I don't, I mean, you know, betting the under on this game, just thinking this is going to be a close game in general. I don't really see either of these teams getting up by over two scores. And the fact that it's 14 and a half and not 14 is, is definitely nice getting that extra half point. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a pretty solid bet. Um, I am excited expecting a close game throughout i kind of do like the Bengals plus four and a half just going back to that if i had to pick a side that's probably the side that i would lean on i think if you can get any prop bets that keep the game close at pretty decent odds i think should be a good bet and you know if this game is a blowout we're just going to lose all of the money that we have so absolutely absolutely (laughs) so yeah but Bengals, i like them to cover I like them to keep this game close. Any props surrounding that, the way that game plays out in in that fashion with the Bengals keeping it close, I, I, I like, so... Let's close it out with a final score prediction. Because if you can nail this, I mean, you're you're sailing to the money. The odds are crazy on these. Obviously, it's just like kind of a like a guess. But, you know, for those people out there who are just casual players and, you know, they're going to be out there doing like Super Bowl squares, like... I, th- I feel like this has just got to be a lot more fun, right? Like you're yeah. sweating all the way till the end. You could get there and you're getting like plus 20,000 odds on some of these. Like it's insane. <laughs> yeah. So get yeah, it, it is, it is hard obviously to get the score and the team, right? I would take, I would take two, one from both side is how I would play this. And I would go Rams 23 Bengals 17 at plus 15,000. So if you bet 10 bucks on it, you'll win 1500. It hits Rams 23, Bengals 17. My other side, if I'm picking the Bengals to score, actually, fun fact in the history of the Super Bowl, a team favored, I think it's four and a half or less, has won outright every time. If they like, if they cover, they're winning, if that makes sense. Say that a different way because I don't understand that. Hold Obviously, on. Obviously, if they cover, they're fucking winning. <laughs> Let me rephrase that for those of you who want to take four and a half points and the Bengals, never in the history of the super bowl has an underdog team of five points or less covered without winning okay does that make sense okay yes like, that makes sense 
in the so if the Bengals are are gonna win this game, they're gonna win it outright. Yes, if if the or, or if the if Bengals they, are gonna cover, the, they're gonna win. Yes, outright. if they cover, it's better to just bet on them to win. In other words, at five points or less, like you're best off taking the money line rather than the points in the Super Bowl because underdogs have never covered a point spread of five or less without winning straight up. So that kind of mm. plays into both of my prediction with with the Rams twenty three to seventeen because in that situation the Rams cover the spread you know by six, but the bang the Bengals don't right because if if I say it's going to be twenty three. 20 that hasn't happened obviously it's a it's a new game none of this matters but i think it's just a a funny thing a funny trend across Mm -hmm. and i think i think it does kind of make sense you know if it's a close game it's a super bowl it's it's a one game sample size a lot can happen that kind of just goes into my point with 23 to 17 for the rams if i'm predicting that score and i will take the Bengals to win 23 to 20 on a last second field goal that is also plus 15,000 um so like i said $10 will win you 1500 uh so i, I kind of like just using 20 bucks on, on those and hopefully you get the score right and you know you got you got outs with both teams winning so you you're really just sweating the score at that point yeah i like that and and i kind of like yours with the Bengals at 17 uh I feel like my lean would be Rams 23, Bengals 20, just because I think McPherson's getting at least two field goals in this game. So I don't want to bet on a score like 17 where that really just insinuates one field goal. I'm going to, I'm going to look for a Bengals line that includes two field goals built in, but I I think it's pretty fun to just, you know, bet a couple of these. Why not? You know, you could put 10 bucks on it and win a shitload of money, like off of nothing. Like, did you see the bet that the dude made? two weeks ago where he got both games correct yeah and won like 500k off a 20 dollar free bet just absolutely insane yeah obviously these are, are just lottery tickets and it's gonna be hard to to get the team right and the score right but if you spend like 40 bucks 50 bucks on four or five of these and you know just give yourself a pretty good chance i, I think you could definitely hit one of them and you know i will say the the Bengals can score 17 with kicking you know two field goals it's definitely definitely possible uh but yeah it definitely makes sense if you think the Bengals are gonna be kicking a ton of field goals in this spot to get a number that would insinuate them having more than one or two field goals so just get more bang for your buck making these bets like you're gonna buy five ten dollar super bowl squares or put five ten dollar bets on, on the final score definitely a lot more profitable if you can hit the uh the final score yeah i mean, I mean you bet five bucks on like these it's like you you're going to win like 750 700 the lowest prop that i see right now is just the score of 20 to 17 that looks like it's really the most popular score and, and you know even even that pays out well that's plus what 11,000 uh there's a couple plus 10,000 ones 23 to 20 for the rams so even in that situation like you're you're still making what 5 bucks you could turn 5 into 500 if if you yeah. get the score right and it's definitely more bang for your buck for sure I mean, the one that you said, Rams 23, Bengals 17, 20 bucks to win 3K. Sounds like a fun sweat to me. (laughs) Facts. All right, guys, I think that that is going to be it for episode 198 of the DFS Dose podcast. Like Joey said, if you have any more DFS specific inquiries, you know, you're focusing on the showdown slate, hop in the Discord channel can join the link uh, to do that is in the description to the podcast. We'll be going over that uh, if anybody has any questions. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the DFS Dose, as well as our personal Twitters. I'm at Ben Hover, Joey's at Joey Carrion DFS. 
to everybody who has been listening out there for the 2021-2022 season. We appreciate you. We value you. We will be back soon, diving in to 2022 best ball. Until then, let's stay accountable and keep it authentic.